0: Hey everyone, this is amazing fantasy football. I am Josh and he is I am Chris. And Chris he is. Today we're here to talk about some offensive lines. Uh you might find that particular topic a little offensive to hmm. your ears or your eyeballs, but before you before you shut us off and you're like oh screw these guys um we're talking about offensive lines because offensive lines are key to the offense working you know you have a good offensive line you're probably going to have a productive quarterback you're probably going to have a productive running back offensive line protects the quarterback it makes uh, bigger and more frequent holes for the running back to run through right quarterback has more time, has more protection. It has more time to throw to, for routes to develop and able to scan the field. All that. These might seem all very, you know, like captain obvious sort of statements, but it's true. And so we wanted to kind of go through and highlight. We've uh, we're we're talking about seven different offensive lines. um, Some good uh, one, not so good and some not so good, you know,
1: (laughs) some of the worst. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and we're, let's start off by saying that we are using Pro Football Focus's uh, rankings. Right. So you, um, that's all. There's always that kind of like, well, you know, Pro Football Focus. We we understand is not the end all be all as far as you know rankings and everything. We're just using them as as a guideline for this. We just decided to use them. If you don't like it, well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. How are you doing today, Chris?
1: I'm doing wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Looking forward to Funderbar. a great show. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I'm just I'm a very passionate about personnel and off season stuff with the NFL and and as it ties into fantasy. Um, and just to echo what you said about the importance of offensive line as it pertains to fantasy production from the skill positions, running backs. I mean, duh. Yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind, and running backs are hard to come by in fantasy drafts and fan and waiver wire. So. That's why I think this is a great dig deep kind of show. Um, I find as I get more and more into my hobbies and my passions, I find better ways to you know dig deeper. So that's what kind of show right. this is.
0: Yep. It's not going to be for the casual fan, but hopefully the casual fan that is listening will find this a little um, intriguing at the very least. So I'm going to start by... This this uh last year at around this time it was right before free agency and everything, mm-hmm. or it was actually right at free free agency. I noticed that the Titans uh Pro Bowler Jack Conklin was up for free agency. I was like, ooh, I wonder if the Titans going to be able to hang on to this guy. I wonder where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is actually a perfect segue because he went to the Browns and him going to the Browns. Like I I was already a Nick Chubb manager and in our keeper league that we earned together. And I was all about Nick Chubb last last season, like going into the 2020 NFL and season, and that was kind
1: of the thing that put you over the top with it, with your opinion. Uh-huh. on huh. Well, perfect, and then example. The, and perfect then, example. And
0: then the Browns drafted uh, Jedrick Wills. I don't okay. remember what he, what college he played for, but they drafted him to be the other to be the what the left tackle, I believe he is. Because Conklin's a right tackle, correct? Forgive me if I'm getting these wrong.
1: Right, Conklin feels like he was a right and. In- yeah, anyway. yeah.
0: Anyways, so like those two guys bookending. What was uh? The, already, what do I already. have? It was like the seventeenth. PFF had them ranked the seventeenth best coming sorry, into 23rd, the twenty third in twenty nineteen, and they gotcha, moved gotcha. all the way up to first. PFF has ranked the Browns offensive line as the best overall. They were best in pass protection and wow. run blocking. You know, and look so at the results.
1: First playoff birth and how long? Mm hmm. Yep. and
0: and honestly, like Baker got a little bit better as the year went on too. Mm -hmm. There was some struggles at first. He did have some good games, but he was he really kind of came into his own. And I wonder if that's maybe the offensive line was gelling better as the season went along, as far as pass protection.
1: I think that's. I think people discount that way too often. The you know it's hard to get these guys to play together, especially if you're talking about these bad teams that need the personnel turnover. They need two, three new offensive linemen, and now you're Chemistry is kind of out of the uh out the window yeah, for you the went first from, couple weeks went at least. 23rd, they
0: they went from twenty-third to first, you know. Mm-hmm. And to kind of tickle this little like uh uh thing that was going on in my brain that kind of made me intrigued about offensive lines was the Cowboys, the how their offensive line got so good. And the Colts too, how they that kind of turned Perfect. it around within a season as well by getting Quentin Nelson. Yep. And um, forgive me, I am for, forgetting their center's name. Uh oh, I'm sorry Kelly. for the Colts. Anyways, the Colts, sorry. So yeah. Anyways. So we're talking offensive lines. Our, our first topic, our first subject here is the Cleveland Browns. I've already talked about them a little bit already. Um, I like that pun that Chris came up with. The shifting focus. You know, like an offensive line shift. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give. I'm totally giving him credit for that. Hmm. Um. Oh, it's what it was yours. It was great. I loved it.
1: I've also been into photography um, a little bit lately, so <laughs> focus shifting.
0: Yeah. All right. and that's right. Uh, what else do we have to say about the Browns here? Uh, Baker, he was f- the the Browns offensive line made, uh, gave Baker the first uh, they, they were the first best in pocket time, and pocket time is the time from the ball that from the time the ball is snapped to the time it is either thrown or the pocket collapses. And Baker okay. had the most time. At, I'm sorry I didn't write it down, but he had he was he had the most time. It was like two point I believe it was two point nine seconds on average. So that's that's pretty good. Two point nine seconds, like yeah, that's that's a good amount of time right there. You know, and
1: I'm sorry they let that led the league. He had the most time to yep. hold on to the ball. Okay, great, yeah, well, yep. it makes sense with the best passing uh, blocking line.
0: Yep, and the offensive line it was ninth best for the uh, he was okay. So Baker was pressured the ninth best at 19 percent of the time of passes that he dropped back for mm-hmm. i'm sorry that this is this will come out better as this, as the episode goes along i'm tripping over my tongue at the moment <laughs> and uh the, the offense line was actually the fourth best in sack rate they allowed only 1.5 sacks per game that's i mean you're getting wow. sacked only one and a half times per game like that's good uh, this offensive line keeps it up i a i already love nick chubb i think he's great I don't like Kareem Hunt being there because I think Nick Chubb is a guy that can do it all, but whatever. That's what the Browns want to do. It's great that they have a guy like Kareem Hunt to spell Nick Chubb and be. Um, they seem to get along well too. I don't hear a lot of grumblings of why am I not getting the ball enough or whatever. Correct.
1: Yeah. You know, I, they, the I
0: think that they are, I think that Chubb and Hunt are in sync with each, with the coaching staff as far as their roles and how much they're getting used. Um, I and this offense line is great. They're, I mean, they're tied for fourth. Is and the fact that they're um, giving up four point, they're not giving up. They're allowing their running backs to rush for four point eight yards per attempt. So nice. that's tied for fourth best. So, mm. and and I got to say, like the yards per attempt thing, like top the top was like five yards per attempt, and then the bottom was like three point six. It's not a big disparity, but hey, yeah. But every, when you're talking bit,
1: about this kind of statistic, a point
0: every uh, little bit helps
1: yeah 0. 0.25 0. 5 is is pretty huge yep and this just accentuates what what you said I mean they're they're really really good do you think his yeah. uh do you think Chubb specifically let's just one question I have on him you think uh what's his ceiling do you think he can be the 101 like the first player taken in fantasy drafts or finish that way want- should I say I don't think you have to take oh, him yeah. 101 I'm just saying can oh, yeah. he be the number one running back and potentially the
0: yes Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree definitely,
0: with you. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I don't wish injury upon anyone, but if Kareem Hunt were to miss time due to injury, yeah, Chubb. Yeah, especially, it, especially if football.
1: it can be just like a little three, four week period, like it doesn't have to be a catastrophic and I, and I think, thing. Uh,
0: <laughs> and I really think that I am. I haven't put pen to paper yet, but I can see that Nick Chubb is going in the in my rankings, the top mm-hmm. half of the first round, easily. Like, I don't, I just
1: its kind of, I
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't know how people, how you don't consider him as one of the best. I'd I'd have to
1: see, and we'll get into that definitely this off season and leading up to, uh, August and fantasy draft time. But, uh, I'd have to see the wide receivers on the board, but, uh, yeah, I'm probably right there with you. I don't know. Fifth running Um, back off the top of my head.
0: And I would also like to say that like a bad offensive line doesn't make me steer away from a running back necessarily. Like you know um a sneak depends preview on, to it all later depends on where i'm getting episode. them mm-hmm. uh, sneak preview to later in this episode but you know austin eckler he ran behind the last the dead last offensive line last season with and he was the chargers right so. when he
1: came back from injury yeah,
0: yeah and he good. looked good like he's a very talented running back so sometimes you just have to draft talent now if you say you're putting david montgomery behind the worst offensive line out just completely out yeah. on him you know but with chub like, you have he,
1: talent and situation
0: Exactly. And that's you when you have press the, draft. You, <laughs> draft. Yep, you have those two mesh together and you have success. Yep. Yep. Uh, hey, let's move on. Maybe
1: Baker gets a little better.
0: Yep. Let's move on to our second t- offensive line that we're going to talk about. And that would be the Green Bay Packers. This is a team that's actually had a pretty darn good offensive line for the last couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Rodgers. It helps that Aaron Rodgers is a very mobile guy. He he definitely has amazing elite pocket awareness. I mean, I don't know. It's like this guy has spider sense or something.
1: Well said. Manipulates the pocket like Brady just so well. Yeah, Brady's he's, slower he's, yeah. foot. I'm just saying. Just the way they just float in the pocket is
0: um, great. Uh, the Packers offensive line is PFF has ranked them as the second best. Um, as I mean, despite them having some injuries, uh, David ba- back. Tiari, I believe it's how you pronounce his name, got injured towards the end of the season, but he was, um, he was named first team All Pro. Um, nice. Elg- Elgden Jenkins, he had to move around a lot this season. He played left. He is normally a left t- guard, but he had to play left tackle, right guard, center. This, wow, positionless this season too. He was, um, he was voted to be a Pro Bowler this season along with Corey Lindsley. There. Oh, I'm sorry. Corey Lindsley was also um, named first-team All-Pro as well. So, yeah, you got you got three Pro Bowlers slash first-team uh, All-Pro guys on your offense line. You're going to be one of the best, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Aaron Rodgers was uh, only sacked uh, 1.4 times per game. That his is fourth best. 1.4 times per game. That's not bad. Um, Top five. Yeah, he the uh, uh, the Packers tied for third as far as the, the best pocket time. Uh, once again, is you know I didn't write it down, but you know whatever. Um, they were tied as far as rushing attempts per game or rushing yards per attempt, which is at four point eight. Same with same as the Browns. That led to that helped Jamal Williams, um, Aaron Jones, to a much much lesser extent, AJ Dillon. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, and he was only pressured uh, and they, they ranked first as far as percentage time percentage of pressured per drop back at 14.4%. So 14.4% of the time Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball. He was under pressure. That's darn good. Amazing. Yeah. Considering the worst is at, it was somewhere around like 35% of the time. And that was once again, Justin Herbert. I always want to call him Joe, bro.
1: um, <laughs> You should just start but calling it was him Herbie, clear. like I do.
0: I know thirty-five percent, like almost thirty-five percent of the time, Herbie was under pressure to throw the ball. So, and he was still rookie of the year. That's, it's, 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 anyways. Impressive. Um, yeah, that's about all I got here. You know, I mean, they, I, I have a, I think every one of these guys is due to return to the Packers next season as well, if memory serves correct. So, Aaron Rodgers is once again going to have a very good offensive line. And whoever their running back is going to be, because it sounds like the Packers aren't willing to pay top dollar for Aaron Jones. Hey, whoops. Um, that's right. So whatever it's, if it's going to be AJ Dillon slash Jamal Williams or whatever, whatever they come up with to be their running back core next season, they're going to have a good line to run behind. And I will, I, I'd like to see how it swings. I think they're going to probably draft another running back and cut, and cut Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams loose in a free agency. So we'll see what they do. We'll reload. Yep. I, I just, I I love Aaron Jones and I think he's a really good running back. And part of the reason he's a really good running back is because of this offensive line. Absolutely. But I just, I I just don't think the Packers would want to give him, you know, $10 million a year or whatever that, whatever salary he's paying
1: Adams and Rogers. So
0: exactly. They're paying, and then Adams, these offensive Rogers. linemen must be getting a decent and chunk and, of change. And and, and um, oh boy, uh, Jair Alexander has got to be. Oh, up defensive side of the ball, in. absolutely, yeah. Yep. So yeah, let's move on to our our the third team we're going to talk about here, and that would be the Los Angeles Rams. All right, the Los Angeles Rams. That's me, um, folks. Yep, Go this ahead. is this is Chris, but they have one of the off. I know they have one of the youngest offensive lines. And football because I mean there are a lot of like twenty somethings on there and then the
1: and and that's and with then, and then and then and then
0: Grandpa Whitworth yeah if you if great. you see a picture of him he has a lot of gray in his beard he's thirty nine you know so that's gonna happen I hope in three years when I hit thirty nine more like two really yeah I
1: just wish I'd just do it I, <laughs> I should that, just go gray um, at this point but Me, I mean I lie. hope that I don't
0: have as much gray as he does oh boy oh, you hope you he don't. Is. okay yeah he lo- he looks like Santa Claus man. His, Anyways, why don't you take it away with he's rams on the right
1: today. and he's on the right side of that picture there uh yeah so uh, rams as you can see on your on the screen we've got them as uh, the number three rank of pff uh and they, mm-hmm. they're good top to bottom uh, and particularly at the tackles uh as josh alluded to there uh, let's see. We've got Austin Blythe at center with a PFF grade of 70.3 go Hawks, mm-hmm. uh, PFF yep. grade for the guards, Austin Corbett, 73.4 David Edwards 70 and a half. Uh, oh. and then the tackles, as I mentioned, Whitworth, 86.8 Havistein 80.6. And then I believe a note boom is a backup at 60.3. Um, so it's the yep. PFF ranks uh, not surprised as you can see their overall rank there. Uh, Sky's limit as far as uh, Sean McVay seeming to settle on Cam Akers as the primary ball carrier. Uh, The huge upgrade at quarterback that we've talked about uh, with uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, The pair of Pro Bowl receivers and a defense that can dominate and a top five offensive line. So I just I don't know what there's not to love about this. These fantasy assets on this offense. Um, Yes, defensive uh, dominance and offensive line play is hard to replicate every year. Uh, even without big time personnel changes, it's just hard to get that type of reproduction every single year. But uh, if there's a team that can do it, it's the team that has Aaron Donald
0: and Whitworth <laughs>
1: and Matthew Stafford um, at the here,
0: helm. Here's here's my the one thing I want to throw into mm-hmm. your conversation about the Rams is that they went from like 23rd, I think, as far as PFF's rank after the 2019 season to number three, and Whitworth um, was already a lot there a lot of it is i think a lot of it if memory serves correct a lot of it is the same personnel so Blythe has been there i know that did this personnel finally gel together or is this just going to be a one year anomaly question mark i don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. you know could, it's, it's could it's have been be a big coaching change
1: in terms of a uh, coordinator or literally sure. offensive line coach i mean i again that digs pretty deep i don't like to go too deep for sake of uh, content but uh yeah, I look at that stuff sometimes uh, when I see something changing drastically in the offensive line performance. Sure. Defense also. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at with the Rams. Uh, me and you both shared our excitement for Stafford's arrival. Um, I think he's just that much better than Goff. Uh, he's going to, you know, even if, even if they are down, you've always got... Stafford to fall back on I don't expect them to be down with this defense and this offensive line but uh, yeah so the big kind of I think uh you know the three main pieces uh are the two receivers and Cam Akers as the running back those are the pieces you want Cam Akers could have a a great year um also just kind of a side note the tight end uh there I think was rumors about forgive me Carol Everett might be gone so Higby might get more snaps um Mm -hmm. and you know that's worth mentioning. I'm not saying Stafford is terribly fond of the tight end, but uh could be more opportunity for Higby. Um so that's all I've got for the Rams.
0: Yeah, this is, it'll be interesting with Stafford moving to get offensive uh, off of offensive lines.
1: I want to watch second. this team a lot next year. Chargers and Rams, I'm I'm very high on.
0: Uh huh. Both of those LA teams, I yeah. <laughs> i I'm you might as well uh you know, play going back to Cali or whatever that – the Biggie song, and they've done uh, very
1: well for themselves biggie? in the past. What it's only been like two years now, it, it hadn't been that long that they've been in LA. The two of them,
0: yeah. Um, I'm just trying to look at some stats here. I mean, uh, not, not a very good uh, pocket time that they've allowed for golf, but I mean, it's 2.4, so the difference in pocket time as far mm-hmm. as first versus last is a half a second, but a half a second's a long time when you're talking about. The best team, the team that allowed the best amount of pocket time is 2.6 seconds, you know? Yeah. And
1: then you, you add in a increase in yeah. talent at the quarterback position. Maybe that number does improve by point two or 3. And <laughs> now it's close to, yeah. Leading. I mean,
0: I, I like, the, I like this pocket time uh, stat because sometimes it's a, it can be like some stats, it can be fudged a little bit by this, this, uh, um, the, the fact that maybe the quarterback just holds on to the ball a little too long or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, it could be a negative. Sure. For sure. But I mean, if the, but I mean, if your offensive line is allowing your quarterback to, you know, have 2.6 seconds, that's, that's pretty good. Agreed. Anyways, uh, what's our, what's our next team? I'm I'm sorry. My memory is escaping me. Our next team would be the Dallas right. Cowboys, of course, because right. Chris is the biggest Dallas Cowboys fan on this podcast, on this podcast, Show. yes, <laughs> that is true. So whatever, uh, I just I didn't want to say the world because I'm like, well, I'm sure there's some idiot out there that is just. Yeah, I like to think some my, super fan. I'm sorry, not idiot, but some just giant super fan. That's yeah.
1: Paints his house blue and silver. Yeah, I'd like to think my exposure to fantasy and particularly uh, Dynasty over the last several years has made me a little less. Bias, but it's still my hometown team um where were we where were we cowboys could be in trouble depending on the health of an all pro uh and some young pieces uh while the cowboys uh, oh i'm sorry pff rank number 27 so as uh Mm -hmm. you'll see why for a couple of good reasons here in just a second uh the cowboys might be in trouble if they don't get a better play immediately out of the Connors. Uh, Connor Williams, second round out of Texas, and Connor McGovern, third round out of Penn State, I think back-to-back years, if memory serves. Uh, they might have uncovered uh, uh, Jim in Tyler Bliadish, I, I don't know how to say it, uh, fourth round
0: out of Wisconsin. I, I always struggle with, like, I'll be walking Blyadish, through... Bliadish, uh, is uh, how I've heard yeah. it pronounced. Right. Is, I've been like walking through the halls at work and been like, how do you say that guy's name again? It looks like Biadaz or something. I've heard but it's pronounced
1: it's... by cowboys.com dudes. So, Biadish is what I've heard, but it doesn't look like that's how is. I'm
0: you going with it, man. Biadish, you know, like Biotish. I have to stop and think and like literally stop walking and be like, how does he taste?
1: Biadish. I'm surprised Biotish. I remembered. Uh, so, they might have covered a couple of gems. Biadish, fourth round out of Wisconsin. Terrence Steele at tackle, uh, undrafted. Uh, 2020 out of Texas Tech. Still, the O line is in a bit of disarray besides Zach Martin, a perennial All Pro and will be a Hall of Famer. Um, this is where the bright spot lies. Uh, Martin moved out to tackle twice last year and was spectacular. Literally, the guy could make All Pro at guard or tackle. That's how good he is. Uh, so it's a matter of what they see coming through the door in terms of free agency and draft and where Martin slots in because the big question mark I mentioned at the beginning of this is tyron smith out at left tackle again perennial all pro but the last couple of years he's been back mm. issues i mean we're talking about bigger bigger fellas here so it's not uncommon for a big man to have back there's or some, knee issues there's
0: some big old fellers there yeah yeah and
1: the, the thing with tyron too uh, that i find very important to mention that he's always been battling nagging injuries but he's always been tough as nails he makes his calling card yes he's very good schematically he's very good he's very well coached but he is an athletic freak at offensive line at tackle and you know just that type it's like a uh what's the term for a horse not a fine bread a uh thoroughbred thoroughbred Thoroughbred. it's like a thoroughbred receiver you know they have a couple hamstring pulls uh real bad ones throughout their career and then we have
0: to put him down no what
1: (laughs) no you you can't
0: just kill people
1: (laughs) don't get me wrong uh no um oh
0: man you're a monster you know
1: and sometimes you say well that receiver or that lineman had a step or two to lose and he's still very good well i don't know with tyron smith like i just i think it might have sapped him of a lot of his physical prowess and that's what he made his calling card on he was a physically is was a physically dominant player at that position so Keep that in mind. We yeah. want to wait and see what happens with him. We could see a retirement. We could see a two-year contract. I really don't know. It doesn't look great in, from the outside looking in. Um I know uh, this is and will be a theme, but I think in the majority thinking with a healthy Dak, the Cowboys offense will be great. So I still err on the side of valuing these fantasy pieces, despite some of my misgivings about the offensive line obviously there's the receivers uh you know they speak for themselves and josh and i are hoping to see a pollard breakout next season <laughs> uh but if not maybe we get a healthier zeke at least at the beginning of the year um so again i just i think the fantasy pieces are still uh, among the most valuable in fantasy quite frankly if we get a healthy deck uh, the last little bit tidbit i wanted to mention was um i'm already planting my flag squarely in J- in Blake Jarwin uh, no not like that <laughs> on Blake Jarwin <laughs> no um, I like the opportunity we see her I think he's gonna be de- uh, undervalued because uh, you can
0: fail him on a flagpole dude that's that's <laughs> that's messed
1: up <laughs> This, uh, you're trying l- to
0: you're, you're, you're trying to put the receivers down for a simple hamstring injury you're all, impaling Blake Darwin on a flagpole all, all my what, all my what, what's all, going on over there man all my neg- you you're, you're right like you seem to be in kind of a dark place at the moment
1: all my negative emotions are coming out for my opinion on the Cowboys I'm so apparently. (laughs) Uh, No, but I think Jarman's going to be a value. I think he's going to be undervalued. We forgot about him. He he was hurt just about all year long, uh, and plus so was Dak. So I think people are going to forget about him. And unless we see a name come in from free agency or the draft, I think he's the guy. And again, this is a very a lot of points to go around in this fantasy offense. Let's just hope we see. A healthy Tyrant Smith and/or some influx of talent through free agency or draft, and that's where I'm at with Cowboys yep. O line.
0: Cool. Let's move on to number five on our list, ranked number thirty by PFF. It <laughs> is the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, this team. Uh, you know, they, I gotta say the Bengals have had some consistency on their offensive line. They were ranked thirtieth this year. They were ranked thirtieth in 2019 too. Mm. It's like they looked, it's like they started the 2020 season. They looked at PFF, they're like, hmm, 30th. I bet we can do that again. And they did. Yeah, they did. Good job. Wait a second. Looks like the bar super low. Looks like what?
1: they could use a bigger center. I know centers are the smallest For of the group. Sure. It looks like a linebacker, man.
0: I mean, it might not actually be their center. It oh, could have, It could, could be, be
1: special teams or something. It's their long stuff. I don't know.
0: I, I just I just Googled Bengals offensive line pictures. I'm
1: I'm sticking what, with that it. That was the best I think, one that I came up with. I think they're standing in order going to the going to this line of scrimmage. I think that is the center. I think but so. anyway. Anyway, let's go. Ahead.
0: Anyways. So uh, the Bengals. Um you know, they they at at times. This season, it's it's it hasn't it wasn't a good season for them. They failed. They really failed to protect Joe Burrow. They, I mean, I'm not going to say they got him injured because injuries can be very fluky, but yeah, they had de- ten different players start play at least 200 snaps this season. That is crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. They they allowed the second most sacks uh, at 30 at 32. So yeah, Joe Burrow took a little bit of a punishment this season. They were also tied for fifth most allowing forty. They allowing the, their quarterback, whether it was Burrow or whoever the backups were, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not even gonna get, I'm not even gonna recognize their names. Uh, Forty-two times that the, their quarterback was hit. That was tied for fifth most. Okay. Um. Yeah, you don't want this to be happening to Joey B here, man. Like you, you gotta, you gotta protect this guy. And I've seen this in some mock drafts, and I really hope that this is the case, but I've seen them, the Bengals being projected to take, uh, tackle. let me find his name here, it's that tackle out of Oregon, oh yeah, Penne Sewell, I actually googled how to pronounce his name because it nice. looks like Penny, Penny so or penny, whatever. Penny penny it, like Penne like the pasta? Penne like the pasta, not spelled the same way, Sewell, I don't know um, where that name comes from, but I like it.
1: I feel like they have a, a large Samoan presence up there, and that sounds like a Samoan name. And I don't. I, yeah, I don't know why, and particularly at that college, I feel like there's like, uh, what's the quarterback? I don't anyway, know. go ahead. A, this
0: isn't this isn't college football talk this is uh, no. <laughs> i know no he's quarterback in the nfl yet. now
1: he played for tennessee he was drafted right after Jamison. justin herbert no tennessee Anyway, marcus Mariota. thank you i believe he's samoan and there's been others really yeah i don't know maybe i'm speculating continue
0: <laughs> i don't know if that's right dude you might want to verify that before you continue can, before you continue on with this uh Down this rabbit hole. With this narrative. Um, Burrow was pressured 24.1% of the time. That is 13th worst. I mean, it just like, you keep going down the line here of these stats. I mean, we're going to get, we're going to, we're getting into that territory. Like this is the third worst offensive line. You know, if they grab, if they grab Panay Sewell, which is supposed to be like a can't miss sort of draft pick, they've invested, that would be great. They've invested some draft picks into this offensive line too. They've had injuries, which hasn't helped. I'm hoping that this um, the one the last stat that I have is that they've only allowed 4.1 rushing yards per attempt. That's not very good. Some of Mm -hmm. that could some of that number could be the fact that Joe Mixon missed part of the season. So, you know, you get a, a supposedly elite level running back. I say supposedly because it's hard to say he hasn't been exactly the picture of health the last two years. I think some of it too is just like I don't want to run behind that offensive line. They're killing me. They're murdering me.
1: Take a couple <laughs> days off. I'm. I,
0: it is a slow murder behind running behind this uh, behind this <laughs> offensive line. Like it's just they're oh man. They are not doing their job to protect Joe Burrow or make holes for Mixon. Joe Mixon. Hey, I just realized that there are a couple of Joes. Just a couple of Joes hanging There's out. Just a couple that of regular line.
1: Joes just hanging out here trying to score fantasy points for you behind a couple this awful of offensive line. <laughs>
0: That are regular Joe's, I think there Anyways. might be a fair
1: bit of blame to go around for because we just happen to be talking about Herbie, too. Like I think there's a fair amount of blame for maybe holding on to the ball too long because they're a rookie, and they don't necessarily Could see be. the progressions a hundred percent. but yet they're athletic enough to get out. Uh, yeah, some of some of the yep. time
0: so let's move on to a uh, number six on our list, which is number thirty one on PFF's list of offensive lines and we're getting into that very offensive offensive line te- territory mm-hmm. 31st New York Giants what the heck man they they took um they, i got to say that their season was kind of doomed from the get go that sure. Nate their right tackle Nate Solder opted out for the season not that, that that actually might have was maybe could have been you could speculate that would have been best better for them because in 2019 he allowed the most Ooh. quarterback hits I believe, out of any right tackle. So, you know, there's that. But I think a lot of this is not very good coaching, too, because they they turned around. They took Andrew Thomas to be their, I believe, left tackle in the first round last year, and he allowed at 57 allowed most quarterback pressures. Like, by far and away, it was like 17 more than second good place Lord. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I liked the the fact that the Giants drafted a- Andrew Thomas because I liked it for Saquon. Oh, he, he got injured, fine. But right. I liked it for maybe, protect, maybe uh pairing him with then so, knowing then Soldier and Will Hernandez, who they spent a second round pick on. Mm-hmm. I like um, Hernandez. Twenty seventeen, yeah. Don't like him too much because he's also allowing a lot of quarterback mm-hmm. pressures as well. Yeah, so I they, they, like have, a of, the they have a lot of. They have a lot of they have a lot of money and draft capital invested in this offensive line and they just haven't been able to put it together. And I think they just need a new offensive line coach or something, or maybe these just swinging and missing on these players too. I have no idea what's going on there, but man, they are tied for third to last in pocket time, you know, so two and a half seconds allowed per pass, you know, that's not Mm -hmm. good. Um, Daniel Jones was pressured at, on 30.3% of his dropbacks which is tied for fourth worst fourth worst so, or, wow. or, or or fourth most you know what i'm saying sure, sure. it's not good it's not good 30% not good. of the time you're getting pressured yeah that's uh, Mix that together with a mm, not the greatest receiving core out there you know a young quarterback mm-hmm. yeah you hate hey, nfl teams that may be watching or listening to this show you can't draft a quarterback that you think is going to be your future. He's yeah. not going to have a future behind a bad offensive line.
1: Yeah, yeah. Both those teams. Come on, uh, uh, L.A. and uh, who knows what? Who knows what Cincinnati. Mitch Trubisky could be
0: behind, Mitch Trubisky be behind a better offensive line? I'm not saying Mitch Trubisky would be great. I'm just saying, just who give knows? Him, give he him a could chance. actually be really good. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's run around for his life. You know, and you want and this and I'm sorry, we're not talking about the Chicago Bears, but man same with daniel jones like he's running around for his life because he doesn't have any protection
1: it's hard to evaluate in particularly the quarterback position in particularly when they're running around for their lives it's just it's yeah ask any scout coach when
0: when when you're uh like you know like i was saying about the Bengals, when you're when you're behind a slow murder that's happening to you because your offensive line isn't protecting you like yeah you're just getting you're out there getting down yeah, it wears you yep, down. it wears you down. It's kind of wear mentally. down your. It's kind of wear down your resolve too. Yeah, like you just That's, said, mentally, mm-hmm. like you just to the best oh of man. them too.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for these dudes. I'm just saying, there's only so much you can do about your mental state of motivation when, yeah, brick wall running to brick wall, butt fumble after butt fumble. You know, ah. <laughs>
0: Oh, that butt fumble!
1: Oh, my. oh man, it was a big one.
0: I, I'm gonna have when we get done with this. I'm gonna have to go and watch it. it it's, it's like if you're in a bad mood, go go look at the video of the butt fumble. It yes. puts you in a great mood. Yes,
1: yes. Not so much for Mark Not, Sanchez, but
0: uh, yeah, yeah. He's R- had his Mark Sanchez.
1: He's had his enough butt fumbles to last a lifetime. All right, next. <laughs>
0: Let's oh. move on to our the poor poor. Poor Herbie. I almost called him Joe Burrow again. Jeepers. Um. Obviously, this is during the National Anthem, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these jokers right here, man.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's not pretty. I'll go ahead and spoil it. Why, why, why
0: don't you take us away with the Chargers here?
1: All right. If you don't recall, I ended last week's show gushing about the potential of the Chargers' new coaching staff and offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh... As you can see on the screen there, PFF has them third, dead last, dead last, 32. Uh, So yeah, it's amazing what Herbie was managed, uh, uh, Justin Herbert managed to accomplish behind this offensive line. Now this has been a theme over a couple of teams uh, you've heard that it is a kind of a it kind of takes a perfect storm to be dead last or 30th or 28th. Like young quarterback, uh, injuries, uh, bad defense, uh, you know, Bad coaching, uh, it can really add up, and uh, so I'm not saying these guys are good, but I'm also not saying they they are as bad as these numbers appear. Let's touch on some of that individually with these PFF ranks at tackle. We have uh, Brian Bulaga, which who's was okay. He was banged up a bit, but sixty-one point six. Um,
0: he's a he's always banged up, and B yep. he was an All Pro with the Packers. So or was um, he All Pro, pro? with the Packers? I think I, just a, one pro, pro Yeah,
1: I think pro, one pro time. Bowler. I think he made one. Uh, uh, what? I, th- I think right, you
0: looked at it. You keep going.
1: Are you thinking of Bakhtiari? oh okay. Uh Brian Bullock, he's definitely an established NFL vet. Go uh they picked him up uh yeah, Go Hawkeyes. Uh picked him up a couple of uh year before last. Um so he yep. was okay. Uh Pipkins tackle, 54.8, Sam Tevy, 52.9 Onto the guards and centers. Forrest Lamp, 49.4, Trey, Lam. Lam. Trey Turner. I love Lamp. Trey Turner. Thirty-four point eight. Are you serious? And then uh, Feeney, uh, I think a Wisconsin kid, uh, forty-eight point two. So just bad across the board, except for Bulaga, who is respectable. Uh, again, hurt. Uh, fun tidbit: both of the Pouncy brothers, uh, Mike Pouncy was in San Diego the last couple of years. Both of them retired a week ago, along you with mean uh,
0: Los Angeles.
1: Sorry, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, both of them retired a week ago. Both Pouncy's done. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. So you lose Pouncey. Uh sure Blog was okay, but then you lose Pouncey. Now now what where do you turn? Uh so seems to have decimated uh this PFF last ranked squad, but I wonder if it's the case of the defense and a rookie quarterback doing the O line no favors. Nonetheless, they need improvement ASAP. We did touch on it in our coaching episode about the defensive minded oh, forgive me, I just blinked on his name. Staley's his his last name, I believe. Came from the Rams. Mm-hmm. That coach, new head, thank you for the Chargers, should help perhaps the defense side of the ball, and maybe that'll help improve the offensive line uh, production. Uh, I'm not sure who steps up at center. Uh, I think they're
0: going to have to draft Trey Turner
1: more. was a five-time Pro Bowl ball- bowler. Trey Turner I, at I right guard. I don't think guard Brian
0: getting any Pro Bowl thing. I don't think he Virginia. got any.
1: I don't think he got any. I don't think he's ever I been. Think it,
0: I wonder if it. I wonder if it was because of injury because he was he was constantly missing a game or two here and there for the yep. Packers. I think
1: it was injury and overshadowed by some other guys on that Packers mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forrest Lampett, at second round of Western Kentucky and Dan Feeney, third round of Indiana were taken back to back by the Chargers in 2017. Both are free agents. Uh, and they weren't <laughs> even that good. Free agency will be key for the yeah. Chargers fantasy hype train to continue as far as I'm concerned because I don't think you can do all this through draft. I think They're... you need to pick up some vets.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to, and, and, and
1: you, you, you're gonna have to pay up because if you haven't noticed, especially a tackle, veteran, uh, startable offensive linemen are hard to come by in the NFL. Like it's it's not that easy. That's why it's important to draft young guys. No, ones.
0: when when the Browns picked up Jack Conklin last year in free agency, I was like, wow, dude, that is that is impressive. I, again, like, you don't perfect you, example. like teams don't yeah. normally teams don't normally let, um, Pro Bowl tackles or Money. Play, uh, yeah. offensive linemen walk away because usually you can pay him you know like an okay amount and yeah mm-hmm. let's see what pff has for oh yeah trent williams is up for free agency like that's what that's a big i one. want the colts to get him but uh, he's, he's you know... the one
1: who sat out the year with with uh washington or whatever trent williams right? no
0: he just he, no he just played with the 49ers this past season Oh, that's right. They end up getting him last,
1: kind of last minute if memory serves.
0: Mm-hmm. And he was cool. the best tackle, according to Pro Football Focus, the number one tackle. Wow.
1: I mean, I knew it was good. Yeah. I didn't know he mm-hmm. came up the best this year. Okay. So that's your Chargers, folks.
0: Yeah. If you've um, tuned
1: into our past two shows, you've gotten your fair share of Chargers coverage from.
0: <laughs> well i mean we like the chargers what can i say you know mm-hmm. like we we like we we were on herbert from more or less day one you know mm-hmm. um, i mean been I, watched that, I watched his first game and we and i fell in love with him um you know like one of these days he'll actually acknowledge my existence and accept my marriage proposal but you know i would i would love then, to see some
1: real nfl I, I success from afar. for the chargers which would only you know hey man
0: could... they made it to a super bowl once
1: no, I mean the past few years, like it's been, yeah.
0: Do you remember that Super Bowl? Catastrophic. It was an embarrassment. It yeah. Was an embarrassment. Like, oh, yeah. They, they did not belong there. That was
1: back in the 90s when the NFC was. 96, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a year that Cowboys didn't 3 because it yeah, was San Francisco in... versus San Diego.
0: That's uh-huh. time San Diego. And yeah.
1: Nate, here's, a, here's a name for you. Natron Means. That's who their running back was. Quarterback was Who? Stan, the Chargers. Natron Means was their bruising running oh, back. I love
0: that. I love that name.
1: And their quarterback, Stan Humphreys. I'm not going to be able to it.
0: spell it with a Stan.
1: Spell it with a umph.
0: Spelled with this. Spelled with a Stan. <laughs> spelled with Stan.
1: I'm really trying to remember the <laughs> number one receiver. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't think I'm going to get it.
0: I have no idea. I was only a I wasn't even really a football fan back then. I'm gonna because... read it
1: after we get off the air and I'm gonna kick myself for not remembering it. I, I I'm because, I'm old folks. Uh,
0: Spoiler alert. <laughs> this guy's old. It's I true.
1: We talked about my Dallas fandom, so you know, I was a fan in the nineties when
0: they had their huge success. But I yep. digress. <laughs> Uh, man. All right. That's, that's been our show for today. What, I mean, like it's, it's a shorter show than usual, which is cool. Um, you know, it's kind of a, an, uh, I find this topic very interesting, but maybe not everyone does. We'll be back. We're going to take next week off, I believe, but we'll be back the week after that for some free agency talk. I'm sure that'll be a free agency craziness like there always is. There's already been some craziness with the Colts acquiring Wentz and whatever. Um, Who knows? And between now and then, well, if something really, really crazy happens, I'll pop in and be like, Hey everyone, this is Josh from amazing fantasy football and blah, 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 blah. blah. Just like that. (laughs) That's exactly what I'll say. And everyone's going to be like, why did he, he didn't make any sense. I think he had a stroke on camera. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 take a we'll take a week off and then come back free agency and then we'll come back strong. Yeah, and then uh what there's I don't know when's the trade deadline. NFL trade trades have been I'm not sorry, not the trade deadline, when is trade open trading open. Uh NFL trades have been more exciting the last two or three years. It's uh they've changed some rules, I think, uh, and it's it's kind I of promoted know. it a little bit more. It used to be non existent, yeah. dude. Come on. <laughs> I mean...
0: Uh, there for the longest time, it was yeah. not kind of You, me- you remember it, everybody it freaking
1: like- about Trent Edwards? Especially as a Colts fan. Like, that's not really such a yeah. big deal now anymore. Like, a guy of that... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't think you said the right name. Trent Richardson. I said Edwards, didn't I? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what's the quarterback? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Is that Trent Edwards? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's Wow, that was... He was quarterback for the Chiefs at one point, I think. Anyways anyways uh yeah. i am also old i'm not old as dirt like this guy right here but you know also old too you're just you're tuning into a couple of old folks just talking about football a couple of folks offensive who lines. know
1: their fantasy football thank you very much yeah
0: i mean if the, is there ever an old folks talk if there ever was one if we're talking about offensive lines like that's yeah. just old people talk right there oh that's awesome. like boring and Bunch it's of not people. boring I, I i like it i I don't think it's boring I do at all too. but I you do know too. i'm saying you're saying the way people look. i'm sure it. there's some 20 year old being like these guys don't know what they're talking about they don't score fantasy
1: points from offensive line
0: i can't be drafting an offensive lineman i don't know why no, i think i, I think Chubb is why is my 20 year old sounds
1: like a southern person but you know yeah. i think Chubb's is a perfect example of you hitting on a guy because of looking at the details yeah that's exactly what this is. Yeah, um,
0: But I mean, like, you get a better offense, you get a better offensive line for the Chargers, man. I mean, that helps Herbie, that helps Eckler. i would saying, going back you know, to the
1: Chargers, uh, we talked, I think, maybe off air about the Colts and the Cowboys turning around their offensive lines, you know, a handful of years ago uh, mm-hmm. quickly. So, you know, let's keep hope out there for the Chargers and, and what happens on that side of things.
0: I want to believe. I do. I
1: do. I want, I want some Eckler, man. I want Eckler to be like my MVP in Dynasty. uh it's going to be so great. Help Anyways, him. and uh, until me.
0: until a couple weeks from now, we have been Amazing Fantasy Football. You can email us at AmazingFFB at gmail.com. Or you can check out Chris on his Twitch channel. That is twitch.tv slash hardware dynasty, where he builds PCs and does some gaming and whatnot. And yeah by emailing us you can you can just say hey what's up or you can ask for an invite to our discord server which will also be in show notes and all that stuff if you haven't been watching us on youtube you can watch us on youtube if you have been watching us on youtube you can also check us out in podcast format at the all the usual podcast format places you know wherever you get your podcasts um until then
1: give us a like subscribe
0: yep you can subscribe us um you can also leave comments in the in the youtube thing too i try and i try and comment back if people do um our good bed our good friend wonder tech loves to leave us comments and we love him for it so yes until next time everyone stay safe wear a mask and have a good day later
1: y'all